0: Everybody, this is the Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about the Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you?
1: I'm fantastic, Robbie. I'm I'm confused with this episode, though. It it, it almost seems good. I it's it's in season seventeen and, and after mm. the kerfuffle we just talked about our current season thirty two episode being very bad. It, it it seems like this one is possibly better than that one, and that just
0: upends my world i mean better does not mean good matt okay i'm not good don't point. get started with that point. that's a little better is like you know like i don't know like slamming your hand in a car door is better than getting shot but it's not good uh-huh okay i mean that's i think that's a good analogy hi guys hello there. hello there. listeners we love you our 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 supporters our, our listeners Our our fans hello we are brought to you by supports on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpsons show for only two dollars a month you can listen to 10 million back podcast bonus material episodes that matt and i have recorded it's not literally 10 million but it's a lot it's so many it's a lot (laughs) it's we've been recording weekly minisodes for years now so there's a lot of them uh, we have a lot of people to think, Matt. Four names we have tonight, to this week. Four my
1: goodness. What uh, did we do? What what gods did we pray to? You what know, things did we You know what
0: this? I think it was? I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, here's what I'm gonna say it was. It was Pinyo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was.
0: People heard Pinyo and were like, Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. that's what we need. <laughs> we need more Pinyo." Uh, Maya, thank you, Maya. Thank you, Maya. Jason Young, thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Michael, thank you, Michael. The eponymous Michael and john nordstrom thank you john thank you john this week's episode is my affair Laddie," episode h-a-b-f-o-5 originally aired february 26 2006 written by michael price directed by bob anderson received a 5.6 rating with 9.5 million viewers the couch gag is uh filmed in claymation with six clay balls rolling in bumping into each other before turning into the family and gumby did you ever and watch Gumby? Did you ever watch Gumby? Man, I don't think that I did. Honestly, it's bad. Is it bad? Oh, that's sad. I mean, it's entertaining when you're like five, but oh really? I'm watching it, trying to watch it when I'm like when I'm 12. I'm like, this is who is this? Like, it felt like I was like watching entertainment for like it was created in like 1912. Like, <laughs> this feels so archaic and old fashioned, even when this was the 90s, and it felt which it wasn't made in 19. Okay, Gumby um my fair laddie this is off the top this is a plot that is a parody of my fair lady i guess basically i mean that's the basic
1: idea i mean i'm pretty sure it's also uh pygmalion
0: i mean it's not a there's lots of different movies and stories that revolve around take a down on the lot character and give him a makeover basically yeah there's lots of them um but this is that's what this is but instead of a lady it's willie it's willie matt it's willie it's willie um so this episode has some things going for it it does i mean we start out
1: with one of the least transphobic moments i think the simpsons has ever had
0: where i mean mm. I mean, hmm, I don't know about that. I don't want to say put that on the record, Matt. I, I, I think it has some promise, but then it like undercuts itself. I think that's the thing where this episode feels like it could be good. You know, like if it, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it has. It seems like it, it, it won't. For one, it has like a beginning, a middle, and an end with a plot. It has a plot. You know, like oh, it has a story that like, get, but it they don't support it very well. And this first act, man, I can, I, okay, so we start, we start with Mrs., with Mrs. Pummelhorse, uh the school gym teacher, announcing she's leaving uh, to get gender reassignment surgery, and will be coming back as a shop teacher, Mr. Pummelhorse. Like, why would you change what, what you're teaching? Like, why wouldn't you just come back and teach the same thing over? man? really? You're gonna, you're gonna ask that question? Yeah. They because liter- they have a joke with Nelson about wood oh that's right I that is literally, literally the okay. only reason i'm that is the reason you want to know the reason they have a joke for it that is the reason okay. uh but they have a new gym coach Cho- coach Krupp, i believe his name is i think you hear his name I literally so. this one time and, and then all you ever hear is bombardment we might have a contender man for my what kind of contender a contender for my most hated simpsons side character like he may he may take the title from goose gladwell actually no i'm pretty i'm he's pretty i'm i'm confident i hate coach krupp more than goose Gladwell. my goodness i don't like goose Gladwell. i hate coach krupp i'm gonna talk like okay coach krupp is meant to be obnoxious he's written to be an obnoxious character right right he is they don't he's not supposed to be charming and he's annoying he is supposed to be obnoxious but i'm gonna i I've been thinking about this Matt, and I really try and keep most of my wrestling knowledge and wrestling terminology out of this podcast, but mm-hmm. we we're, we're bringing it in today okay we're gonna we're gonna have a little lesson for those who don't watch wrestling. you don't care about it because this applies um, are you I know you don't watch wrestling Matt you've watched what I've made you correct. watch basically or your wife um, Are you familiar with the term heat in when it applies to professional yes. wrestling? heat yeah uh in professional wrestling when a when a a wrestler has heat that means the fans are angry at them means the 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 fans want to boo them uh they want them to lose their matches or get beat up and now bad guys in wrestling heels want heat they want the fans angry because and they want them to hate them because that means they want to pay their they want to pay money To see them get beat up by the good guys. But there is a a nuance in this when someone has something called go away (laughs) heat. And go away heat is when, oh, I am angry at this wrestler. I am upset at them, but I don't want to see them get beat up. I want to see them disappear. I never want to see their character again. I never want to see them on television or at a show. I want them to vanish because they are obnoxious. And they're I don't I don't care if they get they get their comeuppance or whatever I just don't want to see them anymore they're so annoying so obnoxious and that is what Coach Krupp is he has to go away
1: yeah because he's so incredibly obnoxious all
0: you want is for him to stop existing in your life please Simpsons why do I have to see this so much what and he doesn't even matter in this episode like he does not matter he does not need to be here there are thousands of ways you can destroy Willie's shack. Uh, exactly. But the problem is they wanted uh, somebody along
1: the lines some Simpson writer had a horrible gym coach that they wanted to see depicted in the Simpsons. So therefore, we get to see that same horrible gym teacher.
0: Yes. And Coach Corrupt, his entire uh, lesson plan is bombardment, which involves him pelting students with dodgeballs over and over and over again, all the while yelling bombardment, bombardment, bombardment. Hey, Matt. Yes, Robbie. Bombardment. I see you like reading. How do you like
2: bombardment? Bombardment! Bombardment!
3: Bombardment, bombardment. How do you like bombardment? I'll show him. (laughs) Time for the bombarded to become the bombardier. Why'd I put this in here?
4: My saxophone.
3: Oh yeah, that's why. You're a jerk. I'm telling you. Okay,
0: isn't Lisa supposed to be our smart character? Yes, Matt. I—I mean, yes, she is. But I don't—I don't know. There's a lot of there. there, There—it seems interminable. The amount of times we just see this coach just hitting students with dodgeballs over and over again, yelling bombardment and the students being angry and no one caring about this um i i feel like maybe i am just older now and now i realize it but if a teacher did this in a school uh they would be immediately fired <laughs> i mean they would have they
1: would attempt to go back and retroactively have fired them they would lose all of their status they would never have a pension i mean they would just be completely erased from school records
0: so it's it's very hard for me just to buy into like okay, yeah, this is belie- like I they want to make it this is another like isn't the school system cruel to its students? Yes, it can be. If this was as if this was set in 1965, I could buy that they would have a a, a, a gym teacher who pelted kids with dodgeballs. And certainly my football coaches uh were <laughs> really hard on us. It was in much more, like, boring ways, and it was never, you know, it was usually just, like, run around the track until you barf. It is not hit people with dodgeballs while you yell bombardment. And you heard him yell bombardment three times in that clip. That's because I'm merciful, because I could have pulled all of eh. them. And he sa- he says it at least, like, 50 times, it feels like. um, But it's at that- in that clip you hear bark being fed up after getting hit with dodgeballs for god knows how long he fills up a dodgeball with water and freezes it okay he wants to get back at the coach and so there he freezes the freezes this dodgeball full of water it this ball would probably weigh like 30 pounds or something and really hurt somebody if it actually connected if bart could manage to throw it at all yeah bart's talking about throwing a 30 foot a 30 pound dodgeball well whatever I'm willing to believe, you know, I'm going to stretch my, my suspension but disbelief for that. Um, and so he goes to the school and then we have a little bit of a, uh, full metal jacket uh, homage here where the, uh, gym coach is trying to talk him down and Bart's like, no, I'm going to hit you with this frozen dodgeball. And here's the first sin they make, The first sin of this, Matt, we don't get to see the coach get hit with his dodgeball.
1: No. Somehow
0: Bart launches it way into the air and through a window. <laughs> really far. And it, crashes through Willie's shack and destroys it in like into
1: pieces i mean if it had bounced off the coach's head crushing his skull and then hit Willie's shack i think he'd be more satisfied
0: it would be more satisfying because oh the coach guys come up it's it's something but he doesn't and Willie's upset and then he throws the dodgeball at his tractor and the tractor breaks into a million pieces like it was made of glass yeah and Okay.
1: Like I, I, I haven't had a lot of experience with tractors, but one thing I know is they don't need to fall apart to just stop working randomly. They <laughs> they just do that on their own. You don't
0: need to destroy them with a weird ball. <laughs> um. So Willie has lost his shack. We finally get a plot ticket. Uh, this is This is oh, like I played one clip, but this takes a while to get to five minutes it seems yeah we we even skipped
1: out on the the start of the
0: incredibly inane b plot oh Oof. god man i the b plot um <laughs> i didn't i i literally just was like oh right there was a b plot should this. i not have brought it up you we could have just no, ignored the entire b plot no well there's a b plot here it happened where <laughs> it's the dumbest homer <laughs> homer has destroyed his last pair of pants while he go-kart well during go-karts driving a go-kart his his, his butt,
1: butt fell through the bottom and he dragged it around the ground for 50 laps
0: and destroyed his pants and there's no more of them these pants don't exist anymore
1: well and we'll find out why so don't you worry about that i
0: i you know what man i'm homer on his quest for pants you know on it for a, I am a i'm a big seated gentleman so i could you know i can empathize need to find those pants true. that that's it's, it, it's hard like when you when you are not the average shape it is tough to find clothes that fit no. you no men they don't make men's pants that men do not have aren't supposed to have uh, uh but buttocks they're not supposed to have any uh big rear ends unfortunately uh we're supposed to be that's true. Those, those poor hockey goalies. yeah <laughs> i've read i've read entire articles about how custom tailored clothes for a uh, hockey players it's it's really their 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 measurements are really crazy because their legs are gigantic, uh, and their upper bodies are not, and it's really fun, uh, funny when they get the you, they interviewed tailors, <laughs> and they and the tailors are always they're like oh I have
1: to use yards of fabric for the pants
0: yeah they got the they're them thick seated gentlemen, um, but that's the B plot Homer finding pants. To be fair, it's not like good. But it's also not terrible. The B plot does not really drag this episode down. It's there basically uh <sighs> Willie Matt, nah. before we got sidetracked on the the quote unquote b plot uh Willie is sad. <laughs> Willie's upset because oh, no. he, I know it's it is i mean to be fair, it's kind of a this is a if you lost your house, yes, that would be very sad, but it, it's Willie because he's gonna act weird about it. I mean th- that's the pr- problem that's a th- that is one of the problems this episode has it has a couple the first one is the amount of time it spends on coach corrupt and how obnoxious he is that is number 1 a with it, like the a number one problem like coach corrupt is so obnoxious it makes me want to turn the episode off immediately Ab- problem number two or obstacle number two if you want to call it that cuz it's i it's something you could probably they sort of get around but it's season 17. How many episodes have we gotten with Willy as a focus? Uh, I believe zero. Zero, but at this point, this is the first one. And have any episodes previously of this treated Willy like a, anything but a stereotype joke character? That was a question, man. You're supposed to say no, there, were, there have been none that have done that. I know, Robbie. I just you're making me think about things i don't want to think about there's here. no they haven't that they've not never had an a, a episode with that treated willie as a real person because he's a stereotype he's a joke it's it's like bumblebee man you know it's he's there for like quick gags and you go okay that's what he is and it's been a long time it's been 17 seasons 350 plus episodes and maybe there are people who who for some reason started watching the simpsons in season 17 but most of us are, at this point, are in for the long haul. And we know what Willie is. And Willie, to get, and Willie is, we have to find Willie in our head. We have a spot for him. You know, within our mm-hmm. Simpsons, our own Simpsons. He's cranky
1: head. and poor and Scottish.
0: Yeah, and that's that's it. There's nothing else there. And, you know, there's the constant gag of he looks kind of schlubby, but when you rip off his clothes, he's all muscular. Mm-hmm. like that's the that's another like there's those go-to willy gags I and mean, they do them once and on you go oh that was fun. that's fun but then they go back to the real characters that have that have story and have depth like skinner the side characters like skinny skinner and crusty and so over literally 17 years now we have a very defined idea of who and what willy is and at this now they want to expand that they want to make it bigger they want to give Willie make him real they want to make him feel like a like Skinner like we feel about Skinner we feel about Krusty we feel about Apu we feel about Edna give them a little bit added dimension ah, it's not that easy it's not and to start them off like well because you have to
1: completely rewrite the character and their history and make somebody feel something for a some character that they have
0: completely ignored the entire time. And this episode feels a little bit like Homer and Apu to me, you know, where they introduce Apu, like that's effectively introducing Apu as a real character and giving, fleshing him out, giving him more nuance. And there's songs, and he's down on his luck, and the Simpsons are helping him out. Like, okay, that's you know, they're, but it's, it's just the 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 songs don't, the songs aren't aren't really that good. And okay, so Willie's sad. He's sitting out in the rain. And Marv's taking Bart taking Bart home, and they see Willie out there, and she offers to give him a place to sleep.
3: I'm real sorry I busted your shack. Let me make it up to you. I know a ravine where there's a rusted out car.
2: Don't be tantalizing me with tales of ravines and the rusted out cars. I'll only be getting me heart broke.
3: That's my mom. I gotta go. I finished nailing this board. Oh yeah, you're out of nails.
2: are willing would you like to spend the
3: night with us
2: i don't need your charity not as long as i've got a pan over my head that's not a pan it's a colander oh so that's where all my soup went wow
0: i here i'm gonna i'll say this man i'll admit this this where that's where my soup went line got me i like that that's funny to me that's true i I enjoy that's that's it's it's very dumb but it is like just having Willie go. Oh, so that's where all my soup went. Oh, okay. That's that's a real. That's a, not a bad line. Um, and you know, you feel sad for Willie right here. You like he's sitting out in the rain with a colander on his head. You know, it's he's very proud. Doesn't want any help, but he accepts it. And this is okay. So Willie's going into the Simpsons' home. And here's the thing: where this premise is sound. The the idea behind the episode is sound. Largely, like you could easily okay. It's an episode. It's My Fair Lady, but instead of a, you know, a, 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 instead of the lady, it is it's Willie, and you're like okay, and Lisa making him a gentleman, and okay, all right, that's not that's not bad with songs, okay, all right, and use that as a vehicle to get us to like Willie, and and you know, give him some fun moments, and we like him. And by liking him, we are willing to let them flesh him out and make him a real character. Maybe next season there's another Willie episode. The, literally, the first thing that happens when he's in The Simpsons' home, he gives Marge a sculpture, Matt. It's a sculpture. A very disgusting sculpture. What is the sculpture made of? Uh, why, the retainers that Willie has found. Retainers that children have lost. That is what he uses. He presents that to Marge is a... Sculpture of lost retainers, and I don't know. I feel like this is a, a like an easy thing to recognize, but disgust is an incredibly strong emotion,
3: mm-hmm.
0: very powerful. Revulsion, very strong. And when this is what we present here, oh Willie, he's down on his luck. Oh, I'm immediately disgusted by this. Then you're immediately like, oh no, thanks, Willie, bye. Mm-hmm. Like right off the bat, you're like oh, this is gross. I don't like Willie. <laughs> you're not helping yourself. So, like it's that when I'm talking about they undercut themselves, they sabotage themselves on the mission to make us like Willie. It's like immediately disgust, and you're like, oh, that's not. It's not funny. If he tells, a, if he does something that's funny, like the soup thing, that's funny. But then you got oh, it's a, it's a sculpture of rotators. That is like deeply disgusting. You're like, and then you see Marge like. Shoving it into the garbage, I'm like marsh You don't. I don't think retainers will go through there. I don't. I don't think that's good. You should not be putting retainers in your garbage disposal. <laughs> I don't think. uh And then, so th- th- we get this disgusting moment, and then Lisa focuses on Willie and is like, "Hey, Willie, are you happy? Like, why don't you try and get something? Do more with your like, you know?" She feels sad for him. Because he really doesn't have anything. He lost it all with and He lost the shack and he lost the the, the, the tractor. tractor. It's all he's got. And you know, she's like, "You don't want more than that." And so we get our first song about what Willie wants
2: in life.
4: Willie, really? I hope I'm not being too personal, but you seem resigned to a life of abject squalor.
2: My family's used to it. Me grandfather used to get sent down into the mines to make sure it was safe for the canaries.
4: Don't you ever hope for anything better?
2: Something better? For Willie? All I want is a place somewhere. And? That's it.
3: Maybe you could aim a little higher.
2: Well, let's see. Oh, to have me shock rebuilt. Gets my rotten teeth all drills Something on underneath me kills Oh, wouldn't it be adequate? Matching shoes for both me feet Dining on untainted meat A toilet, what still has its heat? Oh, wouldn't it be adequate? Adequate! Wouldn't it be adequate? Hmm, you're right, Lisa. Do you want to better me lot to live like a normal? Hey, that's great. Good night, Bart. Willie could have a better
4: life if only someone showed him how. I bet I could turn him into a proper gentleman. And I will do it in time for the school science fair. You're on, Lise. I think you'll find that deep down, anyone can be civilized. Good night, Willie. Good night. <coughs> hmm.
1: Yep. Anyone can be civilized to not hit themselves in the head to go to sleep. You know, is, is that that's not how you
0: go to bed, Matt, with a hammer to that? I mean, I consider it some nights. Yeah, it's hard to get to sleep. Um. There's nothing this song is probably probably the best one. It's the most complete one. Uh the others feel very short. This feels like it has a purpose. Like the rest of the other most of the other songs and aren't like you said, don't feel finished. They feel like they just kinda like, Oh, these are my fair lady songs. Let's what do we how do we make them into Willy songs? Um make it about boogers. You're like, okay, <sighs> alright. Yeah. Um and this is the my and here my here's another obstacle, Matt. Which the Simpsons just ignore entirely. Um and may and they probably didn't even think about it. Not even a little bit, I'm gonna guess. No. They did not think about this question. Um I mean you could say that probably about the entire episode. But the question of the reason that Willie is poor is because he chooses to be that way. Right. That's what we find out at the least. And that... That is, that is a not not that is not true. That is that poor people who who have less money do not just like they do not just suddenly go. Oh, you know what? I choose to have less money. That's my yeah. No one wants less money. Less that, money. That's that, that's, that's not, the, not the way that works. It's not. Yeah. There. It's not. So when Lisa's like, "Hey, Willie, why why don't you get more?" Money? I'm like, "Because what's he gonna do, Lisa?" like is he like was he gonna go to college with what like how's he gonna pay for that like what do you are you want him to find another job how he literally all he owns is a shack and he doesn't even own that tractor that's the school's tractor i assume yeah right so what is he gonna you have to have okay that episode does not even like mention or touch on that at all it's probably better that it doesn't it would probably just bungle it but it is something I think worth mentioning and is something that certainly entered my mind the entire time as I was watching this episode. Uh, now that I'm 35 and a little bit more aware of uh, socio-political and socioeconomic uh, beliefs, false errant beliefs. Uh, but we had a commercial seven minutes and 49 seconds in this episode. And when we come back, uh, we get the beginning of Lisa
1: training Willie uh, to be a gentleman, as it were. Uh, the first thing they start with is Lisa attempts to get Willie to stand or sit up straight, uh, which causes him to be very confused at being that far from the floor. I guess he's never stepped on a step ladder before, uh, so he gets confused and pulls a bookshelf down on himself.
0: Ha! ha, ha what, is that? what is this? What is this? What is this? I, uh, you are asking the <laughs> wrong person. He's never stood up straight in his life, so now he's afraid because we've literally seen Willie on ladders. I know. I know. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh
1: we then get to see where the B plot really takes off. Uh takes Homer off. goes to worldwide pants uh to ask why he can't find his favorite pants anymore. It well, turns hey, out hey, Matt, that no one wants Hey man, they're hmm? you know da- David Letterman. Uh I, I I know who he is. Yes, I'm not sure how this bit uh oh,
0: there's a sign gag about David Letterman
1: right here in this bit. I get that. But I don't know his company. His production
0: company is called Worldwide Pants.
1: Oh, okay. Well,
0: there you go.
2: That is the only uh, reason this pants
0: company is called Worldwide Pants. They made it. They had a joke about David Letterman. (sighs) Exactly. So, uh, like I said,
1: uh, we find out that the reason no one wants blue pants anymore uh, is because of a terrible Super Bowl commercial from several years ago, uh, which is literally a fat man in nothing but the blue pants wiggling his butt cheeks back and forth. And in a voiceover saying uh, for the man who wants clothing that says that he's given up. And the joke is that this is terrible. It gives nightmares to the guy who runs worldwide pants. And for some reason it's really long. Like the entirety of this bit is, I don't know, maybe a minute and the ad is running in the background the entire time. I have this, this, this fat guy in blue pants, wiggling his butt back and forth so yes now it's gonna give us all
0: uh, I, nightmares matt mm-hmm. so this b plot is kind of made fun of like viral marketing kind of yeah kind of like it's like oh yeah you know there was a time and then, i mean it still exists to a certain extent but this is 2006 mid 2000s was right when we just started getting incredibly bizarre commercials It's when big companies started doing just incredibly bizarre things because it made them viral. It made people talk about them. And they thought because they were weird and insane and people talked about them that they were good commercials. Mm -hmm. Most of those companies have gone out of business or have moved on to different marketing (laughs) strategies. But, like all these little all these these bits in this b plot about you know first we get the weird commercial the terrible super bowl commercial with these pants then we get homer getting ads on his body and stuff like that and it probably feels, spoilers it feels man it feels like like this is another like so anachronistic so dated like it feels very much like uh, this is very clearly written in 2006 or, or at least came out in t- mid-2000s like it feels like very, very specific and you're like and it doesn't apply to our world at all anymore. Like, viral marketing is an incredibly different thing nowadays. It's much more... I hate to use the word sophisticated, but I, I think that's the, actually the right word, because it is... Yeah. Brands understand how to do it better, and so they they largely don't just make two-minute-long Supermote commercials that are incredibly weird. Like, what this is. But no one wants blue pants like I don't understand all that that like this whole bit like no one wants are you telling me no one else makes like I don't get this like what's the joke, Robbie? you've never found an article of clothing that just works
1: for you in a way that no other does, and then when we went back to buy that particular item
0: of clothing, it was gone i matt i' literally i don't there i don't nothing fits my strange body i don't I cannot. <laughs> i don't know I, I i don't think i'm alone in that i think a lot of people are overwhelmed but when they try and put on clothes and nothing at least my current my current malformed amorphous shape uh you're like i'll just wear the my my biggest pair of shorts all the time i'll just turn it and i'll just be kevin smith it'll be fine Or adam sandler <laughs>
1: okay fair fair well i've had this happen to me several times with pants that i've decided these are like the pants that i want and then i go back to find them and they're just not there and there are lots of reasons uh for why that happens uh stays change styles change in this case uh the company was terrible and like you said went out of business or not went out of business but stopped making a particular item
0: i but they're still so, they still are there like what are they... That's it, like, But this company is – like it. we see Homer drive into this place. It's a big – it's huge. Right. They sell lots of different kinds of pants, but not this
1: particular set of blue pants because no one in the world wants them besides Homer. Okay. I
0: don't know. I just don't understand. Okay. You're not going to understand it because it doesn't make any sense uh, okay, at all. Okay. That's like – that's all you have to say about it. it. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: Okay. So uh, we then get – Willie and Lisa practicing more uh, about pronunciation and a variety of other things. And then, you know, a check in from the bullies who we've been missing, obviously.
4: OK, how do you address an archbishop? I'll kill you. I'll kill you for what you've done
2: to me. <sighs> Lisa, you're a sweet loss, but it's hopeless. Like my dad told me. You'll never amount to anything. You were born trash, and you'll be lucky if you grow up to be garbage. Would you like to cut the cord? Let him cut it himself. It's time he learned life ain't one big party. (laughs) That was the last time we
3: really talked. (laughs) What the hell are they doing in there? Lisa bet Bart she can turn Willie into a proper gentleman. (gasps) That's as unlikely as Kearney going around the world in 80 days. 80 days. Ample time to circumnavigate the globe, booger breath. You, sir, have a wager. I shall hold the money. To Istanbul! Wrong way, dingus! So,
1: we see that Willie has obviously had a very traumatic childhood, not that we couldn't have guessed that, and uh, we also get to see that the bullies don't understand modern modes
0: of transportation, which is very important in this episode. I i mean it's just it's a quick gag but it is certainly more exciting than also like i forgot to mention this earlier but lisa and bart are putting a bet about willie like that's what it's yes uh, but what are just
1: like in my fair lady there's a bet about whether or not
0: the the person in question can be reformed by a certain time but what what's at stake what happens to lisa or bart if they she succeeds or fails it doesn't matter, Robbie. It's it's there's a wager involved. It's no. just like trading places where the wager was a dollar.
1: What matters is the wager, not how much it's for.
0: No, I mean, but they literally in trading places say, "Hey, this is for a dollar." They there is no dollar. There's no money. There's not. They don't. They don't mention stakes. They just go, "I bet you can." And he says, "I bet you can." And you're like, "Well, what bets need to have stakes to be bets? Otherwise, they're not anything." That I don't know, like there's no stakes for any of this like what happens if she loses like she should have like there should be like a concern about like what, what happens you're saying, Robbie, is
1: rather than having this joke about the bullies and around the world in 80 days they should have showed bart and lisa talking about what the you know wager is and i, I'm, I mean i would
0: important to one of them if there wasn't five i would I, i'm fine with the bullies matt this bit is not very long and i find it charming uh, i would you know cut that five minutes of mr corrupt who is the worst character of ever that's that's what i would argue um i don't like bombardment i don't need bombardment um so there that's also willie's childhood is not believable so like again they make it so cartoonish you i cannot connect to willie this is not a real person no of course not this is
1: this is a character it is like we said it is the character in my fair lady of Eliza Doolittle, okay? That's what we get. It's it's a supposedly funny version of her, and it is not because it's willy. So, <sighs> um now that we've we've gotten through this, we're back to Homer, and he has decided that the way he is going to revive Blue Pants is by putting an ad on his head that says buy Blue Pants. Uh, it is apparently called headvertising. It is the cool new thing, and for some reason it glows in the dark even though it's not supposed to. Headvertising, Robbie.
0: Mhm. I don't know much to say about about this B plot. All right, I good wanna... because
1: we've got an amazing song coming up. Cool. Uh, we get Willie's breakthrough moment in his training uh, when he finally figures out how to speak like a British person rather than a Scottish
4: person.
3: <sighs>
4: All right, let's just try one more lesson. Repeat after me: What flows from the nose does not go on the clothes. What flows
2: from me nose? Oh. It's no use. I'm not very cultured. I don't even have a last name. Care to
4: concede that bit? No. Come on, Willie. I believe in you.
2: What flows from the nose does not go on my clothes. Say it again. What flows from the nose does not go on my clothes. I think he's got it. Oh, yes, he's got it. What flows from the nose does not go on my clothes. Ah, the talking mirror. Ah.
4: Where is that ghastly
2: flow? The nose, the nose. And
4: where should it not go?
2: Blue pants blue pants
4: dad get your own song
2: fine i'm getting blue pants in the morning ding dong the zipper's gonna shine this is a song about buggers, Matt.
1: so uh yes i apologize uh, but i really had to regale all of you with homer's song about his pants
0: this is a song about buggers, Matt. it is why it is it's why very is, important because of all the uh, things you could pick buggers. why because that's what uncultured people do is make their boogers other people's problems, Robbie, of course. Okay, cool. Thanks. This is not... I I was much more positive. I was much more positive about this episode until we started talking about it. Now I realize. No, I, Maybe I should have been. It's weird how that keeps happening to yeah, us. I know. Crazy. Talking yeah. about boogers. Also,
1: uh, I just wanted to point out that uh, Willie goes from speaking Scottish to, uh, you know, Proper British English. Um, so you know, not only did they teach him to speak correctly, they taught him to speak a separate but tentatively related language. Which is, yeah, that's a, that's a thing you can do. I know, not cultural imperialism at all.
0: I, I mean, it's still just a castlerada, just doing or his British accent. Oh, I so know, i know I just, Yeah, I'm I, just saying, Scottish I, is a th- separate. I will language. say that there is. I, I do appreciate. I forgot to mention this a little bit earlier. Uh, little baby Willie making those little Scottish. <laughs> noises, Scottish baby noises uh-huh. is actually kind of cute. I'll say that. Well, yeah, that's no. something.
1: All right, so now that we've talked about bookers, uh, Homer's headvertising head apparently works on the Carl. They see the ad on his head and decided they're going to buy blue pants as well. Uh, but then we get uh, Moe wondering if words on Homer's head work so well. Why does his talking billboard not work? And we're subjected to at least a 30 seconds of a woman walking by going looking, seeing Mo's talking billboard and saying, oh, he's got talking billboard money and actually thinking about dating Mo until the billboard falls apart. At that particular moment, it fell apart. So we're lucky we get to see that particular uh, moment of, of
0: Moment?
1: <laughs> anyway, the, the science fair uh, that we see is not really a science fair, as best I can tell. It's, it's like a... a, a uh, coming out party which is a, a debutante ball debutante ball thank you robbie Jeez, i'm very Barbara. smart you are very very intelligent i'm very intelligent uh, <laughs> there's also the applause or the shock meter uh, which is almost like a good gag
0: surprise meter uh, come on surprise sorry surprise how dare you meter. what's wrong with you you're a monster i know right
1: uh but we get everyone apparently gets to be announced by a snooty butler type fellow, uh, when they enter the school science fair, why Lisa is entering a human being that she has taught to act like different human beings into the science fair, um, is either incredibly stupid or some racist 19th century British bull. And I don't know
0: which is worse. I, Matt, like, I, well, well, my, like, this episode really... I've never seen My Fair Lady. Never seen it. I don't believe I have either. So I have no frame of reference for any of those. Maybe... And I'm sure if you've seen My Fair Lady, it makes a little bit more sense. Um, But I think we both agree that the best... You know, I... When I saw originally saw uh, Kate Fair, I've never seen the movie K I've never seen Kate Fair. You know, I'd never... I didn't know what that. I still lo- loved the Simpsons episode, though. Of course, it's like you didn't need to see one to enjoy the other. Uh, but My Fair Lady came out in 1956, and uh, you should not. Uh, I, I feel like in, even in 2006, you shouldn't be having, you should be using people as your uh, science experiments. That's uh, that's, that's. I gross. feel like that that's went weird. out of style in like the 30s. That's really gross. Uh, it's, it's really just like even, at least a window. Okay, this isn't Bart this is lisa she would know that oh i shouldn't be doing this this is real gross Uh, but they don't and what is this like what is this science here why is everyone dressed up what like it doesn't make any sense you're just like okay you have to just buy in completely into oh this is just my fair lady but with elementary school kids so you're like okay and willie's cool with this i guess
1: well, as we have seen, Willie is not a very sophisticated individual, um, but yeah, uh, I feel like there was a way to go about this that wouldn't be quite as bad. Like, I feel like some sort of school event, not a science fair, uh, where, you know, Willie was to be honored or something, and Lisa is able to refine him, and he shocks Skinner with his new uh, sophisticated attitude. Anything would make more sense than a science fair. A PTA meeting would make more sense than a science fair. I... <sighs> Anyway, getting back to what happened in the episode, uh, Willie shows up as G.K. Willington uh, with his hair slicked back in a full, uh, completely white uh, suit uh, with tails and shocks everyone with his proper speech, his bon mots, as they were. uh, And he he fits right in. Everyone loves what they see about G.K. Willington. uh, And then... The reveal happens, and I...
2: (laughs) If you ask me, the Royal Shakespeare Company's latest season was much ado about nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I get that reference. And you can get me any time you want, handsome. I would be delighted to dine with you on the 12th.
4: You're a smash! GK.
2: It feels so sublime. I feel like I could be indoors all night, could use a fork and knife and never soil my suit. I could be so polite, start not a single fight and still not feel like a fruit. How very nice that there's no lies in my hair, and my toenails I don't bite. Now that I've reached the stage where I'm not full of rage, I could be indoors, indoors.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to announce the winner of the science fair. Though I must note, I'm surprised Lisa Simpson didn't enter a project this year. That's
4: where you're wrong, Principal Skinner. I did enter a project, and it's been in plain sight the entire evening. (gasps) Mr. G.K. Willington is not who he seems. In fact, he's someone you all know quite well. Is it me? I give you Groundskeeper Willie.
1: Well, Mother, aren't you glad you didn't get more intimate with him?
4: Who said I
1: didn't? So yes, Lisa's project is a person that she has brainwashed, essentially, uh, Matt. I think it Matt, would have been better had it actually been Ralph.
0: Matt, I'm. You know what? I'm not. I'm not big. I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a, uh, a. A proud enough man to admit when I'm wrong. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to take back everything good I said about this at the beginning of this episode. This episode is not very good. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> so it's. The, I, I. Maybe, I, I think last week was just so aimless that this episode felt better because it had no direction. It just does. It does have direction.
1: It has somewhat of a direction. Uh, and then, at, as we'll see at the end, it kind of
0: crashes and burns. But, you know. It just runs out of time. That's the problem. It just runs out of time. Um, which, you know, that's what I mean. If it, if they just use that five minutes of the beginning episode, you know, to start us a little bit earlier, could round it into shape a little bit better, but no, this, they're still like really bad. The, cause that made me like, you were playing that clip and that song and you're like, uh, they wrote a song about him staying indoors all night. Like, are you telling, like, what, what was Willie's life like at night before? Did he, was he outside all the time? Like, I don't, I, I would assume. It we've seen him in his shack at night i don't know i don't know it doesn't matter it doesn't make any sense but there's i think i'm i don't think i ever committed this episode as good i'm pretty sure i compared it to like slamming your hand in the car door at the beginning, <laughs> at
1: the beginning of the episode also uh in our, our new episode for this week you said it was better than that and i would i would be interested in your comparison now
0: i mean that new episode's also not good i don't know it, it's not the new episode this episode is more like better it's like that new episode's boring this isn't boring, I think. Uh, so there's that. And this episode makes somewhat more sense. Um, I don't know. this That episode is less offensive because literally, like, there is this bit where Miss Krabappo comes on to Willie or GK Willington. And and uh, I, I forgot to mention that
1: when she says that uh, or Willie says, that, oh, they can have dinner on the 12th. He writes in his journal, Boink Slut.
0: Yeah, I was about to say that. Yep, that's real bad. That's a real bad thing. I don't like that. Here, Matt, I'm going to hot take. Don't like that. Not a fan. And I guess Edna and Skinner are not a thing right now. Uh, also, the idea of Skinner's mom. going. Oh, no, thanks. I don't like that either. Um. Yeah, we're. I mean, is it
1: supposed to be that, oh, uh, Willie is old, and therefore Skinner's mom is interested in him, or...
0: I, I mean, she, I, she's I, been with comic book guy. i don't think she's concerned about the age true. thing um I don't, I don't i think i was willing to forgive it because it made it had like a plot literally we our last episode had no plot had no story this has a story you know it's trying for one at least so that's i give it credit for that but it's still bad it's still bad
1: it's it's better than bad but it's not quite
0: good no it's bad matt i'm not gonna even say it's better than bad I think it's better than all the. Right. I think it's better than the bad of last. It's week. a more interesting kind of bad. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. What happens next? Oh, sorry. We go to a commercial. Uh, we come back from commercial at fifteen minutes and forty seconds, and you might be saying, Robbie, you might be saying in your head, be like, that's not a lot of time to wrap up this story, is it? It's less, like, less than five minutes. They can wrap up all this stuff. Yep, that's you'll be right. So. We you come back, uh, Lisa has won the science fair uh, with her man experiment, and now Willie doesn't know what to do. Willie has become G.K. Willington. He's a, a gentleman with class, but he's kind of aimless. Like, I, there's no more lessons. There's nothing else to, like, to achieve, so he's kind of lost. Uh, Lisa, Lisa
2: helps him out by finding him a new job. Good morning, Lisa. What's the lesson for today? How to smoke a pipe while summoning a falcon? Put the kettle on, Featherby. I'll be home soon.
4: Willie, there are no more lessons.
3: You're a proper gentleman. My work is done.
2: But I don't know what to do with myself. All I've ever been is a groundskeeper.
3: And that job's taken. Skinner dumped it on the next lowest guy on the totem pole. Oh, for goodness sakes! How did I get up here?
4: I think this is the perfect job for the new you, Willie. It requires sophistication, tact, and you get to meet the highest class of people.
2: Good evening, sir. I'm your maitre d'.
3: Oh, what's the d' for? Dimwit? (laughs) Laugh, jerk. (laughs) Uh, I don't need your charity titters. Now, say hello to my girlfriend. Charity titters right this way ma'am oh thank you no not now not now wait till we get to the booth
1: every interaction with Krusty in this episode really
0: hurts it's not good um so willie is now a maitre d and this is just further like bringing up questions of like like Lea is an eight-year-old girl uh-huh like how does and and, and, Lee, and willie's just like all right i'm a maitre d now how did he get this job yeah, it's, does he have a, an experience
1: in the restaurant industry? Probably not. Uh, he just looks fancy, and therefore you get a job as a maître d'.
0: And it, like, I wouldn't mind that necessarily if they used it the right way. If they like really, they they showed why Willie likes his old life more than his new life. And they don't really. Uh, we, hey, remember that B plot, Matt? Oh yes, unfortunately, I do. The B plots had four scenes. Um, so here's the last of them. Uh, Homer. Doesn't have the the head advertising anymore. I guess I guess it's effective, and now they're making his blue pants again, which That's, is important because we don't want to
1: see uh, Homer go pantsless in future episodes.
0: And we also don't want to see Homer with that ad on his forehead forever, yeah. like, or the back of his head, I guess. Um, but now he has ads all over, including a just a something he wrote on his arm to remind him of, about potatoes. It's very important: to eat raw potatoes, Robbie won't kill you at all. What is this? Raw well, potatoes will kill you. I mean they might make you sick. They won't kill you. I mean unless like maybe if you could get like ten pounds of them or something, but that's anything. Well yeah. Um he has as this is the end of the B plot. Like it just is like to say that Homer gets his pants back, but this B plot was kinda of pointless. Um no jokes in it. Nope. Um Willie's working as a maitre d'. Where is he living? Is he living in his shack? Or is he living at the Simpsons house? You know, I wondered that and as far as we can tell, we don't know. Yeah. They're they're if This episode needed a lot more time. We needed more flesh out of Willie's life prior to, you know, moving in with the Simpsons. We needed more of his life here as a Mater D to contrast. If you want to sell this, the difference between his two lifestyles and why he wanted to go back to his old one, we need to know what they are. We need to establish that stuff. And so we can contrast it as an audience. They don't. Uh, so we don't know. I mean we we, we see why, uh, at least in the
1: terms of the job, uh he doesn't enjoy it. It's because uh Major D is a service job and um that sucks because the public are awful people, as we'll see, uh represented in the form of Krusty and Coach Krupp.
0: Well uh, I mean maitre D shows people to their seats, Matt. I don't know why he's doing, like he's bringing people bread and like he's not a waiter. He's a host. He stays at I front. I mean, occasionally, of... hosts will bring people bread, but yeah, he stays at front of house and tells people, "Here's your table." And then goes back and makes sure people get to tables. I don't. Okay, and this is a fancy restaurant, so theoretically, like, you would just you would giving a lot more tips, so you wouldn't care. I don't know. Um, but and yeah, the job is bad, but the job is not a lifestyle. You understand me?
1: Yeah, it really feels like the way to end this would have been a different job. Like a Bader D seems like a weird choice. This is something that, that involves Willie being involved in high society because that's the gentleman uh, that he has decided to be. Uh, and then he would get tired of that when he realizes the bad things about, you know, high society, everyone's phony and it requires a lot of money to keep up and that sort of thing. And so he wants it. And he really misses maintaining the grounds and, and living in his shack because he, 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 he digs that thorough lifestyle and, that's
0: how you should end it this just is strange i mean he's getting abused uh, in his made a d job which is that's fine i mean yeah like that kind of job could be uh, frustrating or you know when you have customers i mean you we see we get if you were you missing bombardment matt We missed the bombardment
1: i was robbie i was very sad that it went away so early in the episode and wasn't a recurring thing
0: yeah so now we we get a return to coach Krupp with his family uh he throws pieces of bread at willie um and willie sings a song i'm missing his old life
2: i've a fancy suit and a clean white shirt but i miss the days when tractor fumes blew up my skirt i was freezing cold and I slept in mold But I longed for the shack where I lived She was true to me Mild home of wood And when I passed out drunk from turpentine She understood Life was so sublime Well, boo
3: cause I'm... Hanging ferns in the shack where you lived. If I had your voice, I'd talk sing everything.
0: Uh, Um, Matt. Willie uh,
1: Willie wants his old life back. Why? Uh, Because uh, the people he, uh... He has some jerks at his job? uh, What does that have to do with living in a shack? Apparently the two are intricately linked in ways we don't understand. Like, why? If you're the groundskeeper, you have
0: to. Uh, like, uh, that and Mr. Largo. Why is Mr. Largo living in the shack now?
1: I guess they demoted him from music teacher to groundskeeper, so now he can't afford an actual apartment.
0: The groundskeeper would make less pay than a teacher would? I guess at Springfield Elementary, that's the, the case. I, I don't know, Robbie. None of this makes sense, and it's all stupid. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's all I really wanted, Matt. Uh,. Lily misses old life for some reason. Uh we don't get a reason for it. That's the problem. Like we need like he, he sings this song. He sings about getting exhaust fumes and and ba- like bad stuff. Like, again, they treat it like a joke. We don't get a serious like thing about you know, who who needs a quickie mart, right? Entire song mm-hmm. is about a Pooh singing with a Simpsons family, about no, I don't need the Quickie Mart. Look at all these thing, all these bad things that happen there. And it's like, and I don't, I, who needs it? You know, I can find a new life. And at the very end, Pooh's like, no, no, I, do. like, there is this, his, his he's kind of trapped in the relationship he has with his job. It, it, it has become his identity. And that song, it talks about, like, oh, here's all the bad things, but I still like it this song is like i miss this bad stuff but we didn't get scenes we don't have scenes of willie enjoying work as a groundskeeper to compare to so i don't know why i'm supposed to understand why he likes this stuff like i can dream i can think of reasons willie would like the job of groundskeeping more than being a major d and why he would like living in his shack more than living in the simpsons house which is i guess is what he's still doing like yeah, it's a simp- it's simpler work. Uh, he doesn't have to deal with people talking to him or or hitting him with bread all the time. He he gets to live alone, you know. And it's a small, sure, it's a small beat up shack, but it's his, and it's quiet, and he can just, he can be himself. He doesn't have to pretend to be this rich person. And there's all these other rich people or gentlemen or class people, high class people, and they're all snob. Like there's so many things I can think of. Could to be with a reason but that's what they expect you to do they expect you to do it you're the work yourself they don't put it in the episode which makes it not exist you can't that's cheating (laughs) you're not allowed to do that um he misses his old life and we see this boil over uh because willie effectively snaps when Krusty is a jerk and willie
2: is willie again Sir, there is a child present.
3: Hey, when I'm off the clock, kids can jump in the lake. Now get out of my booth, Duchess
2: of Cornball. Very well, sir, but my name is Willie. Now may I show you the dessert tray? Go! Dessert tray. That's a great
3: gag. Go! Can I use it? Go! I'm taking it anyway. Go!
1: It is with great joy and a sense of once again everything is back to where it started that we welcome our once-and-future groundskeeper, Willie! <laughs> now let's all enjoy some punch and cookies. Willie, you can start cleaning up now.
2: With pleasure. Heaven, i in heaven.
1: Willie, please express yourself through mopping. Heavy. And when you're done, here are the keys to your new shack.
2: Oh, it's just like I remember. With one little difference. Oh, you made that for me? I think I'll need a moment alone. I understand. Yeah,
1: liked it the way it was! And that's it, Robbie. That's the end.
2: To be
0: clear, uh, Lisa has... has put a sign in the shack that says home sweet home very nice little you know uh was it cross stitch home sweet home sign and uh willie mm-hmm. smashes it and yells uh, about lisa being nice to him which to be fair she has treated him like a stock animal for this entire episode effectively so i'm not upset about willie being mad but why is he mad now like why like and he's being abused now by Skinner, like we don't have a reason that this, why he likes, why he can put up with this abuse, but not the abuse with the restaurant because he does. He just does. Mm -hmm. Just does. Which not, that's not good. That's that's, that's uh, what the plot requires. I said it. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. The plot requires it, but that's it. And like, (sighs) I do here. There is a story in this episode. It is. I mean, the story is my fairy lady, but it is a story. Last week had no story at all. It had plot points that kind of coexisted with each other. They weren't a story. This is a story about Willie loses his shack. He lives with the Simpsons. Lisa offers to make him a gentleman, show him a better life, and he decides he doesn't like it and goes back to his old life. They It's poorly executed. Most of the songs aren't good. I would I would argue that the adequate song in the beginning, I do like that song. I do like the the adequate song. There's a couple gags in here that I do think are
1: good. Yeah, it's like the music of the songs is actually pretty good. They're based on the the, the My fairly Lady musical, and so it, they just basically add new lyrics to them, kind of rework them a little bit. The problem is the content of those songs. Like in uh, what was it, uh, Homer and a poo. Uh, we get to see that the, the content of the songs is just very important. It's Apu singing about things that are important to him. In this one, it's them just being gross, which is not as endearing as someone singing from the heart.
0: No, and I, I think, and that's probably, like if all the things this episode does poorly, the mistakes it makes, that's the number one. Where it doesn't, we at the end of the episode, I feel exactly the same about Willie as they did when I started it. When you watch Homer and Apu for the first time, if you're watching The Simpsons from the beginning, you're watching Homer and you see Homer and Pooh for the first time. It is transformative. It makes you appreciate Pooh more and gives you, the same way you, when you uh, see Principal Charming for the first time. Whenever we, these, the, the first episodes that introduce depth, a degree of depth to a supporting character, and this one doesn't take. I feel the same way I feel about Willie as I did before. There's there's no change here am I saying it's impossible for them to do that? No, it's probably not possible, but you have to do a real good job. And this episode does not do it. I, I don't know. Maybe just don't bother. <laughs>
1: yeah. There's really no reason to watch this. I mean, if you're a really big fan of my fair lady, feel free, but I'm mm-hmm.
0: no, I mean, not even, I mean, not even watch this episode, Matt, but like bother trying to re like make Willie a character. Like, oh, gotcha. Is yeah. it worth wa- like, should you? Would you? I wouldn't bother. No. no, I mean they're far more interesting characters. There's a lot of there's a, so many supporting characters in The Simpsons and like hire better hire more voice actors, guys. Okay. Yeah. I mean they started finally to to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, we can't go back to season 17 and get them to hire. More I know. Voice like, but now like, they're doing a break. They never job. replaced Phil Hartman. I and mean, that's the point that I brought up over and over again. They've never replaced Phil Hartman ever, and got they should have. They should have had that, that that ringer, basically. That's what Phil Hartman was. He was a ringer. You get this extraordinarily talented community actor. He comes in for half a dozen episodes of the season with these really, really, really strong supporting characters. Once in a while, you give him a feature episode, like you did with Troy McClure. But they never do. Instead, so you Robbie, focus
1: on characters like Willie. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Robbie, is this episode broken?
0: No. Yeah, it does exactly what they want to do, it just does it poorly. It's not broken. It functions. Do I like it? No, but it functions. It's incredibly flawed. It's bad, but bad is not even broken. So I would say no, we don't need to fix this episode. Could we make it better? Yes, of course we could, but yeah. it's not. You know, I don't, I'm not gonna. I've spent. I don't know. I spent a lot of time rehabilitating broken episodes of The Simpsons in my life so far, just in this podcast. Um, episode, when it's like this, I'll just leave it. I don't need to. There's some duct tape on it, maybe, Matt. I don't know. Maybe that's the best yeah, thing to okay. do. Uh, but we're not going to fix it. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for Comments of the News Group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments of the News Group is where I ask our patrons on patreon.com slash Show how they feel about the episode. Uh, we get them to submit some reviews. Um, see how they feel. Uh, first, from, first one from Derek. I see this one get held in high regard, and I've got to be honest, I've always kind of hated it. After an excruciating bombardment opening act, I don't think the episode gets any less irritating going forward. Musical numbers in the show used to be a highlight, but the songs in on this one just do my head in. I still don't think Willie's a character that warrants a spotlight episode. The episode fails to elicit the slightest bit of sympathy from, from me for the character, and I just could not have cared less throughout the whole thing. I held my tongue last week, and I knew people liked that one, but I think it's better to just be up front and say I think this one sucks. Oh, also, there's a B-plot. That's the, all there is to say on that front. Which, yeah, I agree. Uh, from Tim. Mm-hmm. Good lord, this was awful. While for most of Season 17's episodes, one can point to a crumb or two of hope, my favorite laddie lacks even that. Let's see. Jokes about transgender surgery that have nothing to do with a plot. Very unlikable one-dimensional bombardment PE teacher. Incredibly lazy stereotyping of Scotsman, etc. Really surprised there wasn't a mo suicide joke. Even there, I thought the billboard pointed in that direction. I'll project three forty five, beating out only Strong Arms of the Mall and Codependence Day, but that would but not be surprised if this takes dead last. Ooh. Ooh I don't know if I'll that's cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's much worse things. Ah.
0: <laughs> Ooh, strong, arms, strong really? I mean I mean you hate you hate it. Uh this is from Lauren. Uh she she again wrote a very long review. I mean I'm gonna cherry pick some of her individual comments uh her she starts off this is going to be a longer video i just turn off my television multiple times so it's pretty negative plus i'm suffering from a sinus infection oh i'm sorry lord get well get well soon therefore it might be incoherent so feel free to skip it okay okay deep breath uh so we start off with an insult to transcenders why did that have to joke to be there can the gym teacher be leaving for any other reason uh, uh laughing after a child says something he gets yelling at them homer's homer's pants are so boring and not necessary everything with it garbage. Why is it here? Did I miss something? Why is Lisa teaching Willie to be a proper gentleman? The Super Bowl ad joke made me want to scratch my eyes out. Uh, uh, Kearney's and Jimbo's interactions got me. I was surprised the Simpsons writers and Kearney knew the word circumvent. Uh, uh, there we go. Um, I think the writer of My Fair Lady, Alan J. Lerner, would be rightfully offended by this episode. He created a masterpiece <laughs> and this trash junk making fun of it is not funny, interesting, or well done. The episode was pretty recent that was a good one. So this had potential but failed heartedly. I have no words for my overall thoughts. I think I'm broken. I would rather have watched Kearney circumvent the globe only to find out uh circumnavigate the globe only to find out Dolph stole the money. Kearney and Jimbo go to find Dolph, taking them on an interesting road trip. The episode was just I have no words for how bad it is from going with miserable and disgraceful. <laughs> guys, oh man. You don't you you don't have to watch it, guys. You don't we are yeah. doing we are doing it, but you don't have to uh some sarah originally started donating to the patreon a few seasons ago because poor robbie was losing his mind in the skull years and now we're here which is a much worse place from jokes quote unquote that are offensive to bits that are cruel the whole episode is a confusing blur the big musical number was adequate in title only at least willie didn't let lisa see see him destroying her gift the only thing i episode leaves me with is a strange urge to buy blue pants at zero stars uh for they really no one I, no one liked this episode man no one um I'm not surprised no nah, benjamin oh th- my this was terrible the only thing i remembered about it was unfortunately the bombardment gym teacher writer that thought that was funny should be sentenced to death by dodgeball no payoff <laughs> never funny the rest of the episode was not better the songs were bad Willie was never enjoyable it was entirely bland and pointless the homework plot was not needed and a waste of time this, this episode was so bad and i hate it i want to like something this season but that doesn't seem like a thing that's going to happen at this point there's a there's a lot there's a while to go. This is only the twelfth episode. We still get we're only halfway, so there's mm-hmm. time. Uh next from JJ. It's official. coach corrupt is the most unlikable, unfair funny character the show has ever had. I hated every second he was on screen. I hate bombardment. Bombardment. Going to hear that when I fall asleep and when I wake up. Bombardment. Bombardment. How did the writers think a teacher physically abusing kids was funny? And why doesn't he get any comeuppance The first five minutes of this episode were terrible. Then they brought Kru- back in Act Three. And he's in later episodes too. Why? Here's a thought: maybe they could have replaced the bombardment stuff in the first act with Lisa trying to come up with an idea for the science fair. At least that would connect to the main plot. Speaking of main plot, it is marginally better, but mediocre at best. Willie is one of my favorite side characters. He does actually have a character arc this. I don't understand why all the adults in Springfield are at the school science fair, dresses and tuxedos like it's a fancy party. Though, the songs aren't actively bad, but there's nothing special about any of them. Could have done with a B plot. Oh. And jokes. They forgot to add jokes. The President wore Pearls suggested... They always
1: forget to add jokes.
0: <laughs> the President Warped Pearls suggested that musicals were the only thing the show was still good at. But now we don't even have that. I remember next week's episode being good. And I hope I'm right. I hope you are too, JJ. Uh, finally, let's see. No, not finally. We have two more. Uh, from Aaron, the most, re- most obvious recent comparison of this would be the President wore Pearls. which is an all-time top 10 episode for me. Needless to say, this one is not. I really did not expect seasons 16 and 17 to be worse than 11 and 12, but here we are. Uh, finally from Elliot. Overall, this episode got a meh.gif response from me. Not overly funny, although the soup joke and Willie bonging himself with a hammer got an audible laugh from me. Otherwise, it's fairly middling. Never seen My Fair Lady, so can't compare how good the songs are. Only compare some of these super Grunch, Annoyed Grunches and Homer and Apu, which are better episodes. B-Plot was kind of dull and just there to fill time. I don't have strong feelings about this episode. I'm guessing a rating of somewhere in the two hundreds. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. That's it. You can join, as I've called it, the Cavalcade of Calamity over at our Patreon and submit your review. I would say, guys, you don't have to do every like don't keep torturing yourself. Like you can skip an episode here and there. It's okay. You're fine. You do like I don't want you guys to be miserable or anything. Um it is our are, job to be miserable. Anyway. It is our job to be miserable, but you guys are, are pretty funny. I will say that. So I do. I, I get, genuinely do get enjoyment reading the reviews. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the of Question of the Week.
3: Let's try
2: one more number.
0: <gasps> Yellow?
3: KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener.
0: Yellow? Our listener Question of the Week this week. What is your favorite movie that takes place in Vegas? Sin City. Matt, take it away.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, from Andy, uh, this is a tricky one. If I want a quick comedy, it's *Hangover*. However, my overall favorite is *Casino*. Uh, from Alex, I seem to revisit *Vegas Vacation* often. Might actually be my favorite of the vacation series. Ooh, interesting take. I, uh, from wait, Rich, wait, my favorite wait, Vegas wait, 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 movie Matt,
0: is... wait, *Wait, Wait, Wait*. This is for Alex. I'll have some of the yellow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Vegas, well, vacation. you know those Vegas buffets. I, I
0: do love. Vegas. I do like *Vegas Vacation*.
1: Yeah, it is a surprising. It's probably. Mm, it might be the second best. No, vacation.
0: no, Matt. I'm. It can be your second favorite, but it, I cannot say it's the second. Okay, best. you're right. You're right.
1: It is my second favorite. Yes, because I vacation is is the second best one after Christmas vacation, but it's just not as funny. Anyway, moving on. Uh, from Rich, my favorite Vegas movie is probably Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, but I want to give a shout out to season three of Glow, which got undeservedly canceled due to COVID last year. That is depressing. Mm they uh, got
0: canceled because of Netflix. Of their how they well yeah they don't Netflix want a cancellation spree. They, they don't run any shows past season three.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. From Tim, I'll suggest Diamonds Are Forever, which is the last appearance of Sean Connery as James Bond, and in my opinion, the best of the series. It shows Vegas as a mix of the classic and the about to happen, and it inadvertently is a good presentation of America circa 1971. You know, I've never seen that one. Amer- I, America. I watch that one. Americana. Sorry, circa 1971. Uh, from Hoffa. Uh, casino in fact it was a combination of casino and springfield with a dollar sign that led my middle school friends and i to build a casino in my garage that we called little tangiers <laughs> we had two successful casino nights until my dad pulled the plug sadly we couldn't book robert Goulet. then a few years later I actually set the garage on fire true story wow that is fantastic little tangiers. i love that story on so
0: many little, levels little tangiers it's a nice place Cheers, I love. Oh,
1: my gosh. Okay, uh, from Lauren. There were more movies than I was expecting, but I have to go with Ocean's Eleven. Uh, from John. These are all excellent answers. Casino is probably the one I've rewatched the most. An offbeat recommendation for a uh, biggest movie is 2008's The Grand. It's on Amazon Prime. I've never met anyone else who has ever seen this, but it's an improv comic with a bunch of Curb Enthusiasm players and Woody Harrelson that spooks the po- poker boom of the mid-aughts. All of these characters compete in a giant poker tournament, and it follows all the paths to get there. It's pretty short, but it's a fun little movie with a bunch of big names in it, and I generally had never heard of it before about two weeks ago. Well, now I have to go see that.
0: The Greens are very good. That sounds amazing, It's very though. funny. All right. Bernard Herzog's in it, Matt.
1: Oh, my God. I'm watching it tonight. Okay. <clears throat> he <clears> plays a, he um, plays a
0: character called the German. I love it. It's, All right. It's, it's, I'm also it, going to say. It's fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Matt. Uh, I'm also going to say Diamonds Are Forever. The movie does a pretty decent job of capturing Vegas during the early 70s, an era my parents think is unrivaled by today's standards. I will have to disagree with Tim, however, the plot of the movie is okay at best, and you can tell Sean doesn't want to be Bond. If you want a better Sean film, watch Never Say Never again. Oh wait, don't watch that one either. Give me more. Oh my goodness, a Roger Moore stand. I Ooh,
0: I, can't, I can't. There. I can't, cannot. Roger, I cannot. I'm sorry. I cannot. <laughs> Roger Moore. I cannot do that.
1: All right. Obviously, Sean Connery is the best Bond. Uh, who's your second favorite
0: Bond?ra uh, I mean, probably Pierce Brosnan still, even though he was in. Yeah, s- definitively probably the worst Bond movies. Like, oh for sure, he makes a
1: good Bond, but he was in the worst movies. Like even the, um, uh, God, who was the guy who was only in one of the episodes or one of the uh, Bond films? Uh,
0: I can't remember his name. Was so Connery Moore Roger? roger no tim timothy 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 dalton? dalton i believe timothy dalton that has to be right Lazenby, did george Lazenby, george La- timothy dalton who's timothy dalton timothy dalton was uh i think three or four um he wasn't uh, bond he was a bond timothy dalton was a bond but he was not yeah only bond i didn't once. say he wasn't okay i'm just yeah, i'm just no, making no, no, sure that, i'm not he was, losing he was my bond mind for
1: uh eight years he was, I, he was the one uh
0: I, well, I know that – I realize that now, Matt. I'm just making sure that I'm not losing my mind. I'm like, Timothy is almost definitely Bond, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not like yeah, – it's not yes, Berenstain Bears of a situation where I'm just oh, imagining no. that he was Bond. George – right. no, I mean it's it's uh, Sean Connery, then then Pierce Brosnan, then probably – actually, Ross, yeah. I that would probably sense. pick um, – I'm terrible with names today, Matt. Um, most recent Bond. I can't remember his name? Uh, Roger Craig.
1: Craig. Uh, daniel craig
0: daniel craig roger who's not everyone's
1: ro- first name is roger <laughs> <Robbins>. <laughs> i just keep thinking rogers
0: daniel craig is probably my third favorite i don't know about best but yeah i, I like him i a think lot. he did
1: a good job he's just yeah he's he's a very right. br-
0: i like him as a the brutish Bond. he's been cast as like the the, the kind exactly. of the muscle guy all
1: right so uh from at el columbia 88 rat race is such a good movie uh you're not wrong there uh, from at Bort ATX, Ocean's 11 is a damn near perfect heist movie and holds up to this day. I also love Rat Race. It's not a great movie, but it is a lot of fun. Uh, from at That JD1, The Hangover. Uh, from at Jekyll <clears throat> The Hangover, one of the best comedies ever made. Uh, from at Hippie221, It's no masterpiece, but it's an entertaining movie, and I always enjoy a good plot twist. Very true. Uh, from at Yes, it's Aaron. Uh, Rain Man, definitely and finally come on come on man
0: what is that what you're gonna how you gonna do me like that you're gonna do me like that
1: what have you seen rain man okay sorry i i I apologize i thought i did the voice but i guess i was talking rain man
0: definitely definitely rain man thank you thank you
1: all right all right my bad uh from at tyler cookie one leaving las vegas with nicholas cage emotionally devastating in the best kind of way Ooh, yeah
0: robbie what about you uh, since this is my favorite movie that takes place in Las Vegas, I'm gonna pick Mars Attacks. Ah, uh,
1: <laughs> of course.
0: No. It's not the best movie that takes place in Las Vegas, but it is my favorite. Uh and it does obviously it does not take place entirely in Las Vegas, but a lot a good portion of it does. Uh and it's the second best Tim Burton movie. The second best was the first best Tim Burton movie? Ed Wood. And it's not close either. Ed Wood is way better nope. than Mars Attacks. Ed Wood is way better All than right. any other. It, Mars Attacks is probably did Mars Attacks. When did Mars Attacks come out? Matt? Early nineties, mid nineties, I want to say. But, uh, we're doing a little bit of. Well, let me ask right. you a question. Do, why, why does why do they why does IMDb list producer credits first? No one cares about producers. True. Mars Attacks came out in nineteen ninety six, and I would argue that it's the last uh, good good Tim Burton movie. Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Oh wait, no wait. Uh oh, there was a. Uh, big fish big fish is pretty good too never seen big fish It's pretty good what's your answer
1: matt all right i am gonna go with uh oceans 11 because again i just love heist movies so very much but vegas vacation is a
0: very close second because it is the one of the stupidest movies i've ever seen but damn it it's hilarious does make me yeah it does make does make me laugh even though it's very very stupid Mm. um next week's question what is your favorite musical I'm expecting a lot of contention in this. It's a hard question. I honestly don't know my answer. Maybe. I might know. Matt, do you know your answer already? Matt, where did you go? Sorry, my bad. Ugh, I had some scratching at the door I had to go put away. Can you hear me? I can't now. Matt, What do you okay. have an answer already for next week's question oh, uh, in your favorite mind? Musical?
1: I, I don't know. It depends if I get to see Town in the next week. Because apparently, that's the bee's knees. Matt,
0: are you telling me that you could see a new musical and suddenly it is your favorite after one viewing? I mean if it's good enough, yeah. <sighs> Plot, fickle. Fickle. How dare I mean, you? It's possible.
1: See- it would have to be really good because I, I do have a favorite musical that it would but it would require a lot to beat it. That's
0: what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Alright, that's the next week's question. I'll post this on our Twitter, which is at Simpsons Show Pod. Uh you can also email us your answer at SimpsonshowPod at gmail.com. Or you could answer on our Patreon, where I post the questions as well, along with a solicitation for reviews for our next episode every single week. We can move on to our next segment. It is time for the No Google Trivia Challenge.
2: I am too smart! I am too smart! S-M-R-T! I mean S-M-A-R-R-T!
0: The No Google Trivia Challenge is the part of the show where Matt and I challenge each other with three trivia questions one easy one medium and one hard and trying to stump the other matt has a six point lead on me this season so far because i'm a big dum-dum i am however also because our guests are rude that's i mean yeah they they typically get matt a lot of points uh not me because i'm a they (laughs) they ask matt the questions he knows the answer to and they ask that i know the answer to and they ask um but it's not impossible for me to not come, for me, I can come back, it's possible, and I am the reigning champion, I'm going to keep mentioning that until it's not true. Yep. Um, Matt, are you ready for an easy question? I'm ready. These are all from Homer and Pooh. Oh. Your first question, your easy question, why does Pooh get fired from the quickie mart?
1: Uh, oh, uh, because, uh, Homer, he is caught, uh, putting a spoiled food back on the shelf for other people to eat. Selling expired Just meat. Between... Or or at least getting caught yeah. selling expired meat. Getting caught, yes. <laughs> in case you couldn't find a, a sacrificial lamb.
0: Or a scapegoat.
1: scapegoat. Uh, Which... Give me an easy question. All right, your easy question. What is the name of the mean judge in Springfield? Judge Snyder? No, the
0: mean one. Oh, Matt, why would you...
1: <laughs> what, Robbie?
0: Judge Constance Harm? Why Why do you gotta do this you to me? You are correct. I don't if you, if any more of these questions about constance arm, i'm going to be very upset all right i mean <laughs> your medium question how much does the Pooh charge for a 29 cent stamp um 29
1: cent stamp i want to say is
0: 420 $1. 85 yeah there's
1: something else he charges
0: 420, 420. 2 dollars of gas is 420
1: that's what it was okay okay all right
0: all right your
1: medium question in the parent rap what band does homer attempt to cite in court
0: uh <laughs> well <laughs> there are a finite amount of bands in the world matt um so i can just guess one and there's a chance i'm right bad company i am sorry it is blue Oyster cult he attempts to quote don't fear the reaper okay well there those are similar dad rock bands blue aster cult and bad company you're a hard question matt who does the quickie mark not accept checks
1: from okay um homer j simpson Homer S, H Simpson, Homer J Fong, and oh, those are all the only ones I can remember.
0: Not gonna cut it. Sorry, but sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, if you okay. had included okay. so there because the, in in order as listed, Chief Wiggum, Reverend Lovejoy, Homer J Simpson, Homer S Simpson, H J Simpson, Homer, J. Homer J. Simpson. And Homer J. Fong. If you'd get me Wiggum Lovejoy's and Homer Lovejoy, yeah, I would have maybe given thrown a a point or two your way, but that's fair. That's fair. All right. All right.
1: Alrighty. uh, Your hard question: What is Judge Harm's address in the Parent rap?
0: Oh God. She lives on a houseboat, right? Uh. -hmm. Uh. One one o two uh Waterport Way. You're on the right track. It is one Ocean View Drive. Okay, I mean that's not the right track, Matt, but that's very kind of you to you know trying to ease the. I mean... I mean, yes, it. I answered something that is water adjacent. That is, I guess, I mean, it's a complete guess. I don't remember. You think I remember anything about the parent rap?
1: I mean, I hope not. I hope we all.
0: I it out have our tried heads. to avoid all of that from my brain forever. Uh, but Matt, my both one point this week. Uh, he still has a six-point lead on me. I need to make it up. It means I need to be smarter, which, oh boy, it doesn't look good. If I need to be smarter, I don't got anything left. <laughs> My brain is just full of worms. All right, uh, we can move on to our final segment. segment we end every single episode with, it's time for Best Episode Ever. Best Episode Ever. Best Episode Ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rake the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever. And how good they are it's scroll down scroll down all right you going um, real low for this one mm, not as low as last week um yeah last week was pretty bad i, I think we're still
1: solidly in 200s territory i don't mm, think we're you think we're we're in the th- oh, wow we're
0: at three okay. i mean there's a, of, on- there's a lot of episodes matt so like there's a lot of low cards in that deck yeah exactly so um Honestly, no. It, it, if it's in the three hundreds it's the very. It's like it, it. It barely probably would be in the three hundred. It's in the three hundred. Yeah, so I don't think it. it's gonna because I
1: mean we've got Homer Simpson in kidney trouble at two ninety eight. Yeah,
0: Marge in screaming that. yellow honkers. Make room for Lisa. I think it is better than make room for lisa which is a 296 so yeah that's like our cutoff (laughs) yeah it's definitely better than that i feel like it's in i think firmly it is in that tier right above make room for lisa where you know it's like the wandering juvie large marge midnight rx old man in the key i feel like it's in that area um okay is it better or worse than how i spent my strummer vacation
1: oh boy i mean this does have an arc whereas that pretty much gets by solely on uh
0: uh
1: celebrity guest stars guest yeah. yeah so i think this is slightly better than that uh i mean i, I like, mean
0: i do like tom petty rest in peace you do
1: but is that a reason for that episode to be better than this one
0: i mean it certainly contributes man i'm not going to say it's an open and shut case but I do go, like, oh man, I miss Tom Petty. Wish he was still around. Um, no, that's probably better than how I spent my summer vacation. Uh, Bart wants what it wants is above that. Better or worse, Matt? Hmm. Stealing the Olympic I would torch, say it's... Greta, Rainier Roof Castle's dog. I would say it's slightly worse than the Bart
1: wants what it wants. I don't have any strong feel or like, reasons for that. I just kind of feel that that one was. <laughs> is very at least a little funnier
0: yeah probably i don't know like that's the problem like that episode is very like nothing it's kind of just like oof, just like a as like a, a like a slight breeze just wanders and blows it away yeah. and you're like what, what what happened in that episode you're like what goes on bill house bart have have angry about greta and you're like oh what happens anything mm-hmm. um but i think we're in that this is where we're getting to um there's large marge is right above that and i think that's another easy comparison point Brett marge gets breast implants all of a sudden and suddenly doesn't yeah um i pro- i think just on <clears throat> i think the song i think i would put just above large marge and right below marge for singles seniors childless couples and teens and gays that think, seems fine i think i, I mean right i would put it at, i think i like a lot of time it, like when i'm really close i go which would i rather watch it and i think I'd, I'd rather watch my fair laddie than large marge gum
1: you know had the choice yeah that's true large Marge was
0: bad i mean they're, these are all bad it's all about flavors of bad which flavors you prefer you know are which flavors we prefer um uh, my fair laddie number new number 290 on the list a new number 99 on the post-Golden Years ranking. Um, although we're not done Matt. We have one more question to answer. And that question is, do we shoot this episode out of the cannon?
3: The cannon. The cannon.
0: The cannon. The canon! The uh, Does it need to... Does it need to exist? Like, there is... Yeah, some... Not really, I mean... Like, a... like we said, this is just... Uh, explaining Willy that doesn't need to be explained. Yeah, like... There is a novelty to it, because it is a Willy focused episode. And I think if it did Willie justice, I would think we would be 100% behind keeping it. But because oh. it really doesn't do anything for him, you know what we say, Matt? Fire the cannon. Fire the cannon. Goodbye, my fair Eddie. We hardly knew you. That's not a bad thing, though. No. It's better that we didn't know it. Yeah, better. we Yeah. Easier to fire the cannon. Yeah, it's it's easier. It is. That's I think that's a good a good point, though. We didn't name it. Never name it. Uh we we so that's goodbye. Goodbye forever. Bye for your laddie. You're never we'll never see you again. Uh we can move our to the top of the list, work our way down. We are currently number fifty one on our list. Uh Homer the Heretic. Uh zero hesitation on my part. This is absolutely part of the canon. This is an important episode. Oh,
1: absolutely. This is this is a very important
0: homer episode. It's a great episode honestly i'm i'm and I would say that fifty one on our list is still great we're we're fifty one deep and oh, yeah. it's still great great episode Homer the Heretics is is really good um and it's important and it really it's just it's kind of establishes a, a perspective and not just a perspective for Homer but a perspective the show has you know and I think that's important and it's something the show has lost focus another one of the things i would point to and why the show declined over the years is like it lost perspective it lost a viewpoint it just kind of just shouted stuff out into the air instead of having episodes say things even if the things are hey you know respect other religions and value your community don't be prideful don't fall asleep with lit cigars that's probably the most important very important lesson. lesson Uh but hopefully hearts, of course it's part of the canon. It's just a wonderful episode. I'm just thinking about it, it makes me happy. We watched it I don't know last year for a, a bonus episode. that's it, still it's still great. It's still fun. It's still awesome. Um our next episode Matt, is the seemingly never ending story. Hmm. This is a nested story nested storytelling episode, apparently. I've never seen this. Oh, uh where we see um there's a story being told, and then someone tells a story in that story, and then someone tells a story in that story, and someone tells a story in that story, and so forth and so ah, forth. Of yeah, this is where they get trapped in a cave, apparently. Homer gets stuck in a cave. Um, But it won an award. It won an Emmy Award.
1: I'm shocked. Against other Simpsons episodes?
0: No, this one beat out uh, other like other Real episodes? It'd wow. Be, it beat out, the, it'd be out South Park, uh, at least. Um, I don't know about others. That's what it says on Wikipedia. But we'll look deeper into that next week. Um, you can watch along with us if you want, and leave some reviews on our Patreon. If you support us there, we'd appreciate that. Obviously, uh, all the stuff's on our website, simpsonsshow.com, has links to uh, our Twitter, to our association, and a link to our Patreon is there. And also, you can see this list, the best episode I ever list, complete. Uh, it's it's right there, embedded. It's magic. They're the power of JavaScript. <laughs> JavaScript is magical, right, man?
1: Uh, it is. I mean, it's the it, amazing things you can do with
0: that. that don't require a server back end. <laughs> um, what do you do now? We say, I say that I am on Twitter. Before we go, I'm on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. That's my name. My website is also my name. It's RobbieDorman.com, uh, which has links to all the things I do on the Internet, which are included my other podcasts and links to purchase my horror novels. Uh, I have seven of them out right now. And by the time you listen to this, maybe in a few months, I might have eight or nine. You know, you never know. Like just, just keeps growing. I'm gonna keep. I'll keep That's putting true. them out there More until, books. until I die or I become rich enough that I don't have to work anymore.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know, Robbie. I feel
1: like you still might write a book from time to time. Just you know, even if you're rich,
0: I probably would. But they would. I would certainly not have. I would not write three <laughs> or four a year, depending on the year. Um, but the newest one is called Regrowth. It is Crichton meets Cronenberg in an underground research lab in the world of Brink of Collapse. Uh, the, mad Science, Regeneration, Limbs, uh, Kira Monsters, Laser Rifles. Gotta love it. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon or read it for free. with Kindle limit Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him.
1: Uh, that is true. I have spent the entire last week doing nothing but cleaning up and feeding kittens uh, because there are currently seven kittens in my house for the past week, so I have how, wait, basically assumed their will.
0: How many, Matt? Seven. That's a lot of kittens. That's a lot of kittens. That is a lot of poop. Yeah. I'm
1: going to lie. I'm going to that say that's a lot. lot. But if you'd like to see said kittens, you can check them out on Instagram at Kitten Turns, Uh You get to see the most adorable of this ever uh concentrated in one place it's blinding make sure to wear sunglasses when you look at your phone
0: it, they are very cute kittens i would also i would endorse that decision you should go follow kit, kit, kitten turns mm-hmm. on instagram and if you live in within driving distance of central florida you can adopt those kittens take them home and make them yours and put dress them in costumes they don't like that's true they, they, they wear ties just fine we know that much okay fair enough maybe you know matt matt and his wife are Making sure that they are indoctrinated in the ways of the cute costume early in life so they'll get used to it by the time they're adults.
1: That's true. you got to make sure you touch their paws so they can get trimmed. Make sure they wear their ties so they get good jobs. You know, the usual things kids yeah, have go to work in their work
0: cubicle about. farm. They've been working from home, you know, in the meantime, Matt, during the pandemic. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. They've been
1: hounding their cute skills
0: online. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. Thank you for watching this. as a...